Well, I think you're already committed to what, Narnia? That's very exciting. How are you feeling about that? I'm, uh, again, I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm, I, on August 3rd, on August 4th, I turn 40 and this movie's out. So I'm like, I gotta turn 40 and get this movie out and then I'll figure out what happens next. Welcome to Talking Beasts from NarniaWeb.com, where we explore the world of C.S. Lewis and keep a watchful eye on the latest Narnia movie news. This is Talking Beasts. Hope you're having a good summer, Talking Beasts. This is Glumpuddle, and I am so excited to talk some NarniaWeb shattering Narnia movie news. It's confirmed that Greta Gerwig and Netflix are developing two Narnia movies. But first, let me introduce my guest today. We have Stuart from the popular YouTube channel Into the Wardrobe, which has 42,000 subscribers at the time of this recording. Stuart, welcome to Talking Beasts. Man, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I think it's about time. I've been watching the videos like a lot of us watching. I think there's a lot of crossover between our listeners and uh, Into the Wardrobe viewers, but watching those for the last couple of years and... There's just exactly the kind of thing that the Narnia fandom needs right now. And for any listeners that aren't familiar, why don't you talk a little bit about your channel, Into the Wardrobe? Sure, yeah. I launched the channel. I think it's uh, coming up on close to three years, uh, two to three years now. Uh, And just started it because um, my kids were at an age where they were reading the Narnia books and they were interested. And when we dug down deep into, you know, the meaning behind what we were reading and then discovering, you know, uh, layers upon layers uh, in these stories, I thought, man, this stuff is fascinating. Just wanted to share what we were learning with everyone else. Um, One of the things that we uh, that I really spent a lot of time on is um, the artwork that accompanies uh, the ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and thank goodness um, that um, I've had the chance in the last few years, as much of a bad word as it can be for some people, that the artificial intelligence art uh, has exploded and um, can mm-hmm. be done well. <laughs> it's I was really going to ask me. you about that, how, about how that was going to affect your channel. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. actually been just a very helpful tool. You know, in the old days, it was a lot of Photoshop and uh, some digital uh, painting, and now uh, it, cut, it cuts down on a lot. But the channel really does focus on, you know, the things that we love about Narnia, the theories and the the um, the deeper meanings and um, and some of the the hidden lore that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Very high quality as well. Very entertaining. And occasionally movie news as well. Uh, I'll, I will include a link to your Greta Gerwig reaction video. So some of you guys already know if you've seen the video, you already kind of know how, what Stuart thinks about the whole Greta Gerwig thing. That is, in fact, my segue to our topic today. Um, the rumor that first appeared on what's on Netflix.com eight months ago has been confirmed. The tracks are indeed being laid for writer, director, actress Greta Gerwig to direct two Chronicles and Arnie movies for Netflix. Gerwig's previous two films were Lady Bird and Little Women, both of which received Oscar nominations for Best Picture and Screenplay. Her next movie, Barbie, is releasing this weekend. Uh, Stuart, your reaction as a fan of Narnia, here we have another temporary custodian, if you will, of stories that are so special to us. Um, just thrilled, first of all, to hear that uh, we have some solid footing and that we know things are uh, certainly moving forward at this point. Um, I, I don't know, you know, we can talk more about this, but um, I had uh, I had known about Greta, you know, since kind of the rumors came out um, uh, uh, this winter and um, have, have really appreciated her work. I was a I really enjoyed Lady Bird when I saw it in the theaters. I love Lady Bird so much. I, mm-hmm. I found the uh, 
uh, I come from a filmmaking background and found the the cinematography and the directing of Little Women to be beautiful. Uh, I I thought that it was contemporary and moving and uh, emotional. Um, and so with that in mind, I thought you know this is a person that I think could handle these stories well. When I when I first heard the rumors, I didn't know that much, but I thought this is a person that has experience. Uh, you know, adapting classic literature and um, treating it well. Yeah, I don't think my reaction has changed very much in the past uh, eight months. Obviously, I, I, I loved Lady Bird, and it's I think kind of the first time we've had a director attached to a Narnia project, including the past 12 and a half years with the, the ones that fizzled out, a director attached to a Narnia project that's directed a movie that I love, that is a five out of five, like one of the best movies of the past several years, in my opinion. Um, and, I mean, I, I liked Trek 2, but what wasn't Ladybird? Um, I like that she's an auteur, not just a hired gun like Joe Johnston was. Um, I don't think it'll be interesting that this just doesn't necessarily affect um, the movie itself, of course, which is all that matters. But it'll be interesting. I think a new audience that otherwise would not have paid any attention to Narnia will be paying attention because of Greta Gerwig's involvement. Um, we'll see that artsy film festival kind of crowd, people that just really love cinema. Well, at least, you know, we'll take a look at this. Otherwise, would barely have given any notice. That doesn't make it a better movie, but I just think it, that's going to be interesting seeing that new audience uh, coming into this. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the great things is she is an tour. You're exactly right. She also, you know, Barbie has not been released yet, but, but from what we've seen and what we know, she also knows how to make blockbusters and she knows how to um, put a put a twist on something that that um, people may have considered cliche uh, in the past. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I, there's no doubt in my mind that she will handle this project with um, great care uh, and she will handle it with with a, a huge amount of skill. Yep, that's what I would say. I, I don't know if she's I don't know if she's the right filmmaker for Narnia, but I'll say that she will yeah, put a great deal of detailed care uh, into this, uh, which uh, which I really appreciate. Um, look, that said, we keep saying she will do this, will do that. It's still a long way to go before cameras actually start rolling. If they, and I'm still trying to, maybe not successfully, but trying to keep some emotional distance <laughs> from this because, um, you know, as anyone who's been following the progress of Narnia, progress, quote unquote, of Narnia adaptations the past 12 and a half years knows, yeah, this guarantees nothing. We had screenwriter David McGee and jo- director Joe Johnston attached to Silver Chair and that fizzled out. And Netflix took over and initially announced Matthew Aldrich as the creative architect, and now his involvement is very much in doubt. Um, so kind of Gerwig is kind of the latest name to be attached to a Narnia project in the past 12 and a half years, and we'll see if it actually if it actually goes anywhere. So although it's confirmed that a Gerwig Netflix Narnia project is in development, there's still a long way to go. If they announce a release date, that's when I'll go, okay, it's real, and I'll start getting uh, really excited. Um but either way, major news, obviously. Um, did, did you see her reaction video um, on, on the Barbie red carpet when she was asked about I did. Narnia? I thought it was amazing. First of all, <laughs> I think I, I tweeted this. I think that the, the fact that the team at Narnia Web can find these things so quickly and turn them around and put them out, it blows my mind. Yeah, but props to the Rose Tree Dryad who found that one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, wonderful work. I think, think the fact that you know my reaction videos aren't a reaction video to, to the news. It's a re- reaction video to Narnia Webb's reactions. So I <laughs> appreciate that. What's funny, anybody that's listening to this that hasn't seen the video is probably has really high expectations. Like, what did she say? What did she do? She didn't really say anything. She just kind of like did like a half nod. 
But I know I just said I'm trying to stay emotionally distant from as I can, since it's not, we still don't know what's actually going to happen. But when she, so I clicked on the video, obviously very interested. But when she nodded, I went, oh my gosh. And I kind of cheered because it was just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a rumor or a second source or anything. It was just, there it is. She's nodding, hearing the word Narnia. I just, I didn't expect to have an emotional reaction to just a little nod. But after 12 and a half years of false starts, it it was special, that little nod right there. Um, even though she totally dodged the question. The, your, your rea- it's interesting to me, your reaction would be joyful uh, when there are so many that, you know, this is the... They they want they wish death on the whole project. I don't know. I guess after our, our, the the idea of making more Narnia movies is exciting to me. Obviously, if they're good, I would rather have no Narnia movies than bad Narnia movies. And I, there, but there's no guarantee that Gerwig is going to make make a great Narnia movie. I've got got some posts I want to read here coming up in a second of uh, legitimate concerns from Narnia Webbers. But um, I guess it's just I've been so focused on is the production going to happen. And after a yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 kind of a big yes straight from the director was just exciting. Um, but it's all for nothing if the movie is not actually um, a great movie and a great and it honors the essence of the source material. Uh, you are right. Not everyone is excited. Um, according to uh, our, our Chronicles of Narnia Facebook group poll, I did um, 63% are positive. Um, twenty three percent are negative, and fourteen percent have no idea. Um, I suspect just reading posts that probably there should be, it would be probably be a, a more accurate snapshot of the fan opinion if that positive number was a little lower and that no idea number was a little higher. Because I think some people are able to be positive because of their ignorance that they don't. Oh, I don't really know much about her, but cool, Narnia. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, there's generally – there is a general cautiously, very cautiously optimistic kind of lean, I would say, overall. Yeah, you know, I, I know that for me personally, I, I got some advice from um, uh, uh, Matt who runs the Nerd of the Rings channel who, you know, went through a very similar thing when uh, Lord, when the Rings of Power, uh, you know, was was uh, rumored and, and confirmed and – his advice was stay optimistic. The best thing you can do is be d- disappointed as opposed to going in with a uh, terrible attitude and then uh, you know confirmation bias is going to spoil the whole thing for you. So that's been my attitude and it's been the attitude on my channel. Um, I think that some, a lot of my most vocal uh, 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 responders uh, would say would maybe try to counterbalance my optimism. <laughs> and you know there's a lot of like Netflix ruins everything and uh, just look at what they've done to this project or this project. Um, I, but but there are many that do follow, you know, kind of my hopeful attitude and saying, um, in in my in my mind, the the best thing that we can do is to have uh, to be a voice, you know, from the fandom to Netflix in whatever way we can, whether it's in comments or tweets or uh, videos and podcasts. And um, and so why not in, uh, just be very vocal about what what our expectations are. And, yeah. um, and that's the best that we can do. Yeah. And just convey that, you know, I don't expect filmmakers to be taking notes like, oh, they want this scene in there. They don't want this. We should do that or whatever. But to understand, wow, there's lots of people that really care about this. This yeah. should not just we should not just approach this as, oh, it's the movie of the week. Like, well, this is really important that we try to deliver something that d- deserves the title Chronicles of Narnia on it. There's a lot of people that are that this really means something to. That's right. Um, but, uh, a few posts I wanted to read from, uh, narnyweb.com from the comments section and the forum and such. Narnyweber Cleander wrote, 
Quote, yes, finally, a news confirmation after all these years, whether the production will be good or not, doesn't seem very solidly predictable at this point, but I'm really glad just to have real news at all. I almost feel a countdown coming on. Mm. And that's part, that's what my reaction Mm. is, because I I, I just, look, all I want is for the movies to be good. That's that's the only thing that really matters at the end of the day. But I also have a lot of fond memories of following these movies and reacting to them and the anticipation along the way. And it is just, that's not what ultimately matters, but it is really exciting that it looks like things are happening. Um, And Finwin wrote, her Little Women movie, while not my favorite, had so much heart and was very character-driven, she seems to bring all her passion and focus to what she works on. Absolutely. Which is something a lot of us, yeah, a lot of us will agree on. Um, but that said, is she the right filmmaker? She'll certainly give a lot of passion and is a very detailed filmmaker and is, and is an auteur and has a unique voice. But is she the right filmmaker for Narnia? Colonel Clink doesn't think so. Uh, Colonel Clink wrote, quote, I read and listened with interest to arguments from Narnia Webbers as to why she might be a good fit for Narnia, and I'm sorry, I still don't buy any of them. It seems like Gerwig's forte is down-to-earth, slice-of-life dramas. Narnia doesn't seem like it would play to her strengths or interests at all. Um, hmm. it's, it, it's definitely true that this would be a curveball. This would be something different she hasn't uh, hasn't tackled before. Um and uh, and we know that she's talked about in interviews and such her desire to try bigger projects. Um, and uh, so I think she knows that, yeah, I'm trying something I haven't uh, tried before. And uh, that's where I'm – I can tell you just, just as a film fan, never mind Narnia. If you just told me Greta Gerwig is going to make a fantasy movie, my reaction would be, oh, interesting. Mm, just that yeah. alone – just because, oh, I love Greta Gerwig – but a fantasy movie, huh? What would she do with that? I'm not sure exactly. Um, so I think I kind of take that lack of precedent, and that just makes me more curious and interested uh, in the project. But I completely understand Colonel Clink. I mean, what else can you do but look at her past films and try to get a sense of what her next movies might look like? Um, so, but, so I think Colonel Clink has a lot of uh, valid concerns there. Yeah. I, I think that – and we've already touched on this a little bit – The the what what I've seen from her out of Barbie is, you know, totally flips my expectations of her filmmaking uh, ability on its head. Um, I think that she's shown us that she can rise to the uh, you know summer blockbuster level. Um, one of the things that, and I think you touched on it just a little bit. I think that her ability to tap into the the characters and the human element is critical for this. I mean, we've seen what happens when. Um, you know, Nar- Narnia, Narnia stories are, are much more than just adventure and much more than just fantasy. And when, when they're try the, the prop, the challenge is, uh, for most filmmakers is how do I take these, these incredibly rich books, um, infused with meaning and reduce them down to, you know, a, a three act, you know, two hour movie. Um, and, and we've seen examples of that where they've lost their heart and they've been reduced to just adventure movies and they get overwhelmed by all the scale and the exciting stuff maybe it's good stuff but it it kind of suffocates the heart of it or or Mm -hmm. it or it's meant to stand on its own without the heart yes and that's one of the that's the second component that i think really encouraging me about greta is the fact that she's not just a director but she's also a writer and she labored over her scripts i'm you know I, i think i mentioned in my video uh about half the time that she's attached to a project 
it's it's in the writing uh and then the directing is about the set you know and and she, and she has never directed uh, a di- another writer's script she's only ever directed her own script that's a great point mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. she owns them and and i think that as a writer um she can squeeze every ounce of meaning into a scene yeah uh, so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think those are all great qualities for uh, as a filmmaker, and that's why I'm interested um, in her work, and I'll probably go see just about anything, uh, anything she does in the future. Um, but is she the? Does that automatically make her the right choice for Narnia? And does it mean she's going to make a great Narnia movie that's faithful to the essence? No, it doesn't mean that. But it is nice going in with confidence that she's a very detailed director with a unique voice, and I completely agree that um, I. I I think there is this where Colonel Clink, I think, is concerned, like, again, valid that, hey, she does small kind of human slice of life stuff that doesn't really seem like Narnia. I guess my reaction to that would be, yeah, we need someone like Greta Gerwig to make sure that when as we've got the big, oh, look at this fantasy world and the battles, what few battles there are uh, and the, the scope and such. Hey, don't don't forget about those characters in there though that's what it's really about if we don't care about the characters and feel like they're real and that slice of life element i think what i love about one of the things i love about the chronicles of narnia books is in a sense the characters aren't extremely well developed that is to say not thoroughly developed um they're very short books but they still feel so real and i think it's because lewis gets the little details right the fact that when lucy's reading the magician's book there's that bit where does she want the door open or closed or not behind her, mm. you know? Oh yeah. I can kind of relate to what I want it open, what I want it closed. You know, there's just those little details that, yeah, I relate to that in the midst of this giant story. So I think you could take the Colonel, Colonel Clink's view, which I think is valid, but I think there's a, the kind of silver, there's another more positive way to look at it is maybe that's what we kind of need in an Arnie adaptation to make sure it doesn't lose those characters at the center of it. So Gerwig plus fantasy, we've never seen that before. We don't know what the how that what that will yield. Um, so at the moment, just because I like Greta Gerwig in general, I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. Um, and I'd rather take a chance on an auteur like Greta Gerwig with a unique voice than do something safe like Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston probably would have given us a perfectly fine Silver Chair movie, I think. I just kind of doubt it would have been a great one. That's just that's just kind of how I felt. So here is a chance it could go totally south, but it, I think there's also a chance it could be really great. And that's hope I didn't have before. Um, but uh, so that's thoughts on Greta Gerwig. Um, but the other part of this is two Narnia movies. And we're just assuming for now that that's how Netflix will launch. Whatever it is they're going to do with Narnia, one would assume they have plans beyond two movies. Well, you know, with Matthew Aldrich, it was we're going to do movies and series and which one first and will they be one after the other or at the same time? What will it be? We never you know that obviously it would appear fizzled out. Um, So all we know is two movies and we're assuming Netflix will lead with those two. So what are your kind of I guess what we'll start with? What are your what would get you personally the most excited to see announced is the first two movies, regardless of whether or not it's the right business Uh, decision? I, I hate to say this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's actually, so I, I did, I, I think we've, everyone's talked about, you know, publication order versus, uh, versus uh, chronological order. And I, I'm all for publication order personally. And so I, I hate, I'm surprised to say that I would be most excited uh, to see the magician's nephew as the, as the next iteration. 
uh, even over, even over Silverchair, and I, I I couldn't wait to see the Silverchair on the big screen. Um, but I, I think part of that is uh, first of all, I think that it it's it will be it could be one of the most visually stunning. Uh, it could have the uh, extremely fast paced. There's so many you know there's worlds to cover, <laughs> um, and there's special effects. Uh, but then there's also the deep heart. Uh, of Diggory and his struggle, you know, uh, uh, his his uh, concern for his mother and uh, the characters of Uncle Andrew and and of Jadis and I, I just think that it, it offers so much potential. I also think from a uh, fan level, uh, you know, because because there really are three options. It, it's what is it? It's like uh, rebooting completely and starting over with the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's starting over chronologically. Or it's continuing in, um, you know, uh, the Disney Walden and, and and releasing the Silver Chair. I think that for the for uh, new fans, the Magician's Nephew is the best uh, way to reboot the series, and then we can see what happens after that. Right. Yeah, I would say I, I said this in the previous episodes, but me personally, just never mind what would be the smartest thing for, because you know that's an important factor. What would new fans make of this what would people that only remember the walden movies but never read the books you know what would um what would they think yeah that's an important factor but throwing all that out just me personally as a narnia fan what would get me the most excited and for me it's definitely the silver chair um to to, uh, mean paul is my favorite character and i think straight up continuing the walden series that's also the thing that would get me the most excited that as much as i uh can agree with there's a lot of I understand the reasons why wanting a total reboot or a soft reboot and going back to wardrobe or magician's nephew. I understand. Uh, I totally understand the appeal of that. But there would also be a feeling of oh, we're going we're going backwards, starting all over again. Yeah, starting at square one. And it, I think immediately I would just get if Silver Chair was announced, I would get visions of like, oh, and then when are they doing Horse and His Boy? When are they doing Magician's yeah. Nephew? And then are they going to are his last battle really going to be the last movie? And it would be. Wait, we're gonna actually ha- actually have seven Blu-rays on my shelf. Yes, I still buy Blu-rays. Seven <laughs> Blu-rays that you know, like there's the series which we always I envisioned so long ago, and um, maybe that'll actually happen. I mean, to me, I, I don't love the Walden movies, but it would actually get it would get me really excited to say that they're gonna actually try to continue them, and it wouldn't be, I think, nearly as hard as people say. I mean, okay, so Aslan's voice will be different, and of course, most notably of all, someone else will be playing Eustace, but that's all. Yeah. Apart apart from that, they they can totally continue those movies. Right. And can you imagine if they got to Horse and His Boy or Last Battle, whatever they do it? And can you imagine if the four Pevensey actors came back to reprise their roles? Yep. Can you imagine, or even three of them? Can you imagine just how exciting that would be for certainly for Narnia Webers? And I think there'd be some nostalgia value for general audiences as well that have some memory of. Um, that line, the Witch and the Wardrobe movie from, gosh, 18 years ago. That movie's an adult. Wow. Um, but uh-huh. uh, so I, 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 and I think Silverchair, so again, just me, that's what would get me the most excited. But I also think from a business standpoint, I don't think, I understand why for the business and marketing execs that are making the decision, I understand why pushing the wardrobe or Magician's Nephew button seems like the easy money. But I don't think Silverchair is the dumbest uh, business decision because again, it's, you know, line, the witch, the wardrobe. That's obviously the best way to start the Chronicles of Narnia. But my second best choice, in my opinion, is not the magician's nephew. It's the silver chair because it centers around Jill pole, totally new to Narnia. 
and that's a great protagonist to have see narnia through her eyes and there's very few like plot threads that kind of carry over into into silver chair you can really read silver chair as book one i think it works pretty i've never done it before obviously but i imagine that works really well i would also say from a a business standpoint i've always said if you were going to make one low budget minimal budget narnia movie i think it would be the silver chair absolutely that's that's one of the reasons why b it's it's the 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 best of the BBC uh, TV adaptations is that, you know, there's not a lot of talking animals and there's mm-hmm. things like darkness, you know, you can yep. do that pretty cheaply yep. uh, and, and, and creatively. Um, Caves can be very small sets and you don't care. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think what you're saying makes it, not only does it, it, it could be the most predictable path even for Greta, you know, at with her, uh, you mentioned Jill being, you know, such a strong protagonist. If we just look at her previous filmography. You know, she probably excels with a, a central protagonist to really focus on. And all four unadapted Narnia books, they each have, you know, the first three Narnia books don't. Wardrobe, Caspian, Dawn Treader, they don't really have a clear protagonist. Whereas Silverchair, we have Jill. Horses Boy, we have Shasta. Magician's Nephew, you have Diggory. And Last Battle, you have Tyrion. So the four unadapted Narnia books... Um, that aspect of it, having a main character, I think she would do re- do really well with. Yeah, I'm not sure where you go after the silver chair, admittedly, but that's the one that would get me personally the most excited. Um, of course, it could be potentially silver chair part one, silver chair part two, or magician's nephew part one, part two. It could be something like that. Um, I did want to ask you, you know, because I you you were so you followed so closely the production on on many of the Walden films. Do you have a sense of uh, a timeline? Do you, do you know when you think they'll be released? I think that um, maybe the this Gerwig reaction was a, a bit premature, uh, and I think it may even be be a trial balloon. It may be a thing where that's probably what the other stuff was too with Joe Johnston and Matthew Aldrich, where you kind of let something out there to see what the reaction is, and that kind of that based on that reaction, you kind of decide if you want to press forward and in what way. So I think right now there's. Uh, Netflix is sitting back and seeing what's the reaction to Greta Gerwig. How does Barbie do? I think how Barbie does this weekend um, could be a major factor. If it does really, really well, that probably makes these Narnia projects more likely. And probably Greta Gerwig would have a lot more creative control um, if that were to happen. Um, So, which is one of the big question marks I have is, are they going to actually make Greta Gerwig Narnia movies or is, is she just there to color inside the lines right. and make sure it's all in focus? We've seen so many examples of they hire an interesting name and you get all excited, but then they just don't really let them – don't give them any creative freedom at all. And you, Well, you could have got anybody. Why would you get yep. someone interesting like that? Uh, so to answer your question, um, pro- a, 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 a minimum three or four years away, mm-hmm. I would say, just because okay. I think it's in, it's in such an early stage uh, right now. Um yeah, so not what everybody wants to hear. I personally am willing to wait and let him take as long as it takes uh, to make the best final product possible. But um, yeah, it's not clear uh, how much progress, if any, has been made. I mean, Joe Johnston or the Silver Chair, they did some quite a bit of design work. Um, they had he had some interesting ideas for the Giants and uh, and that, and Harfang, and he had done a lot of work on that. And then plug gets pulled. Um, so. Um, yeah, I'd say at least three or four years would be the, the minimum, the soonest we're going to see something on the screen. Um, and I'm totally fine with take as long as you need to make these as, as good as they can be. That, that, that They deserve to, to be treated with 
uh, care, respect, not rushed and churned out like the uh, like the flavor of the week. So uh, I have I've been waiting and waiting for twelve and a half years for another Arnie adaptation. I can wait a few more as long as it's good. <laughs> Stuart, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for making the videos on Into the Wardrobe on YouTube. They're awesome. Thank you. I will include a link in the description to those. And listeners, please post a comment below. Um, if you've never posted a comment on a Talking Beast episode, let this be the first one. Like Stuart was kind of talking about, let Netflix know what you think about this and what you want to see in a Narnia adaptation. Not just, oh, I want this scene, I want this character, but let them know that Narnia is so special to me. Let let our voices be ringing in their ears that there's so many people that really, really care about this. Yes. Amen. Thanks a lot, Brian. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talking Beast, the Narnia podcast. Visit narniaweb.com to join our community and stay up to date on the latest Narnia news. Please post a comment or question below or in the Talking Beast Facebook group. Special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, especially our Knights of Narnia Web. Until next time, further up and further in. Mm-hmm.